We will survive, Austin. We will survive. What a terrible, terrible loss yesterday. But we will. We will prosper. And we will survive and move on. We will learn from this defeat. We will just move along and be the ball fans that we're all used to being. And that is just moving along here. We will survive. We're used to it. So we will survive. We're like a hardened shell. You can't break us. You can't break us. You can't break us. Even in the one of a horrible 17-point blow. 17 points that we just blew. We blew, Austin. We blew. But we will survive. We let it go. It's, it's Let a, it go. Yesterday was a rough day. Not going to lie at all. It was a hard day. But there's been harder days for sure. As a Tennessee fan. Oh, so, oh yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. But so, like I said, we will survive. We yeah, will prosper. Can. We will be great again, maybe. Maybe next year. I don't know. Maybe next year. But Tennessee falls 66 to 73 to Bruce Pearl's led Auburn Tigers. But before we get into that, I got a story I need to tell you. I found this story on Twitter, but we'll also get into my Battle Hawks just put a beat down on uh, on New York, and our, we we got we got to mention our our, uh, our balls baseball team because you know they're they seem to be pretty good right now. They're, they're pretty good, and better and better. Then baseball has been killing it, man. Yeah, I know they're killing it, and better call Saul tonight. I know you're not a Breaking Bad. You ever really watched Breaking Bad, dude? Yeah, like <laughs> I've watched like Breaking Bad like four times. Oh, you have. I'm totally <laughs> shows, shows how well I know you. Okay, well, Better Call Saul premieres tonight, and I can't wait because it's such a great show. It's a, it's such a great show, such a great prequel. It's it's amazing. But first, we got to get to these um, Colorado squatters. Do you know what a squatter is? It's like people who stay in a house that's not theirs and <laughs> yes. they just claim residency, even though it's yeah. So they they basically break into it and stay there without the person or people who own it knowing so that's what a squatter is so i was on twitter earlier and i came across this story it was like colorado squatters leave behind underwear a snake and sex toys so i have to i have to read you the story because it's really odd i mean just the title of it is odd it's just odd period a uh, a colorado condominium owner said this week she had to spend hundreds of dollars that she lost over two months. Basically, two two months worth of rent she lost. I don't understand how she lost two months of rent. How does she not know they were... How, how do you lose two months of rent not knowing someone's in there? So I don't understand that part right there, starting off. So she, she, she said she spent hundreds of dollars and lost about two months worth of rent. In an effort to evict squatters. So how do you how do first off how do you evict a squatter when you don't? Is it a squatter like someone you don't know is there? They just kind of show up and like stay there. Isn't that I mean, what it is? they, They're like pretty yeah. much bums, right? 
Yeah, I, they're pretty much bums. That I, I guess, yeah. I mean, uh, you call the cops, right? I don't know. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, why did it take two months? Like, how did I mean, it take her two months to realize there were some resilient squatters? They, they, yeah. Okay. They, and and for and they left behind. She said they left behind underwear, dirty dishes, a freaking snake, a snake, a snake, and a bunch of sex toys. Uh, hmm. says, it says Sarah Feldman told Denver's Fox 31 that after a tenant broke their lease, another woman moved in without her knowledge and refused to leave. So it's like some like, so you want to open the topic. You want to open the show by talking about hobo orgies. <laughs> I, I guess so. I don't, it, it, says, it says she was being she was being difficult. She didn't want to leave. Feldman said. There was her, there there was her and two guys I've never seen before. After a month, Feldman got a lawyer and obtained a uh, a writ for the Denver Sheriff's Department of evict to evict the squatters. There were guys there were there were men's underwear all over the place, and it was just really disgusting. Feldman said, "That is, that is. <laughs> there were sex toys found in the condo as well." As well that I did not want to touch. I mean, yeah, you, you, you know, you didn't want to touch them. That makes, you know, so, that makes sense. So what, so what I take from this is God has just given up on Colorado. <laughs> just a so. lost cause. Just, you know, I guess just so. going to ignore that black hole in the mi- middle of the country. Yeah, um, yeah. But, you know, just the weird part of that is, yeah. is she said that found sex toys that I did not want to touch. Because, you know, when I see used sex, sex toys, I'm just like, oh, my God, let's play with those. I can't wait. I can take us home to my dog. We can... <laughs> Hell yeah! Use sex toys. Let's ride. Let's go. I always, I always love picking up these sex toys. <laughs> don't, don't you? Don't you see one? You just want to grab it. Like, I just, I do. Put it in your collection. I see it. My yeah, my collection of used sex. Be like toys. a general grievous of I literally, used sex yeah. toys. My sex toy. My used sex toy drawer. Yeah, my drawer of used sex toys. It's, yeah. So that this is squatters also left behind. Left behind stained carpets and a snake cage with no lid. So, did they find a snake, or was the, there's a snake cage with no lid? I'm gonna they say that snake, snake is very snake traumatized. Is... I'm just gonna go with that. Let's just yeah. say that because the snake came in thinking, you know, these humans they always fear me. Yeah. He was very afraid of the humans after that experience. Yeah, he was used. Have you ever... <laughs> you remember that uh, episode of Family or not Family Guy South Park where Mr. Garrison's uh, I guess his boyfriend, Mr. Slave. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he lost a, like a mice up his. Okay, yeah, this is going weird. <laughs> oh, it's fine. It's fine. Who cares? This podcast go where it wants to. It's not like we're being a uh, you know monitored here. Yeah, but like, but like the uh, the squatters, like the squatters, they they said that there was a there was a there was a, a cage with no snake. So was there? A, did they find a snake, or is it is the snake still loose in their condominium? I don't understand. So they found a snake. Wait, say it again. They found they found a snake cage with no lid on it. Oh, oh, then, well, that's just awfully terrifying. Um, so I mean, th- they said there was a snake in the cage. So I mean, there could have been more than one. So you might have a snake problem pretty soon. So I don't know. I don't know where this condominium is, but I don't want to stay at it because yeah, I'm, I'm happy I live on the other side of the country, nearly <laughs> in Tennessee. 
Yeah, I mean, I'm sure this kind of crap goes on, you know, just down the street from me, but I don't know it. But it probably does. But you don't yeah. ever hear about like this weird. You see, they like it's usually Florida, but still, like yeah, this is Florida-ish, like weird story. Now, I, I'm thinking Colorado is getting kind of Florida-ish with you know the new laws and everything. <laughs> that's not the worst thing in the world, but it's, you know, probably all stones. They're probably all stones. I don't know. Yeah, I mean it makes sense. Yeah. Stone. I mean, you are you would be stoned doing these things, but most stone people don't do these things. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like getting stoned and getting getting sex toys and snakes happens every time. <laughs> like you know, try some marijuana. There's a, there's a snake in my hand and a sex toy in the other. Uh, <laughs> my mom was right. Oh, this is what will happen every time? Oh, man. <laughs> okay. All right, so. I just want to tell that story to kind of uh, kind of lighten the mood because lighten the mood because we got our we got our dicks kicked in this yeah, weekend. We got <laughs> yes, we did, and it didn't feel good. I mean, getting no. your dick kicked in never feels good, but this one really didn't feel good. And I was we were texting back and forth, and literally, literally, when I think Auburn went on a I can't remember when it was, but I was texting back and forth. Auburn it was like a four to four to zero run, and I literally texted you and said game over. Like, that's literally what I texted you. I said, game over. I was like, this game's over. It's game over. You just felt it coming. You knew yeah. it was coming. You knew it was coming. Man, they weren't even that good. They're not. Yeah, they that's what that's what was so worse. But oh, we had this game in the yes. bag. We we had it. We played the best we played the best basketball we played all season long. And then the last eight minutes or twelve minutes of that game, we gave it away. Yeah. And you knew, you just knew it was coming. You felt it in your, like, the entire time I was watching that game, I never felt comfortable. Never. Not once. Not once. I mean, they weren't beating teams though lately. So I just thought, you know, that's who they are. I just didn't feel comfortable. I don't know. They they lost the two, they lost the two second, the second worst and the next uh, best, uh, next worst team in the SEC in the last two games. Yeah, and we had them. We had that game. We were gonna beat Auburn in whatever the arena is called. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Bruce Pearl House. Like, oh. God, and, I hate their, their arena, Pearl. dude. Their fans were nuts, dude. Yeah, I know. There was this one person, not the not the uh, big racist that was in the in the stands, but uh, you heard it. He got kicked out. He got he got banned from the arena. Like he can't ever go back. Yeah, uh, he got he got suspended or banned from the arena. But there was this one chick on there. Did you hear the one chick? It had to have been a chick. I hope it was a chick because it wasn't be weird if a dude was sounding like this. But it sounded like a dying, like yelling pig. It was. That's. I, I texted you. I was like, dude, this is no. I tweeted it out. I said they have this the weirdest fans ever because you could overhear this. Like their mics on their crowd were just loud. Like yeah, they were zoomed in on them. And this is one. I You're think, right. It is weird. Uh, I mean, there are weird people in the crowd, but I kind of wish we had something mm-hmm. like that at Thompson Bowling. That that, that was an intense atmosphere, man. Oh, that yeah. was hard to play in. Yeah, and, and it goes it goes back to our stadium, our arena being so big. Yeah, because, it's so big and so arena-like, or, or it's so a uh, concert venue. Yeah, concert venue, like, and they what? put the students in one side of the court. They're kind of far away from the the, yeah, the court, exactly. And, and you need them in the center floor, yes. close to the close to the floor. 
there's no one in the center but old people that are rich and they get all the seats up front. Like I just they don't they don't make any noise. They don't. They sit there and golf clap the whole time. Mm-hmm. The golf place clap. to get loud is is the uh, one end of the court where the students are and the upper decks where younger people are. Yeah, yeah. That, if you're looking for me at a game, I'll be in the upper decks because that's all. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. Unless we really suck, so I guess lately I might be down low. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, you know. If I go to the Florida game, I'm not sure. But I, I, I put out a poll. I put out a poll. Yeah, I don't even know. I just, you know, I just get people. You're like, oh, you know, you're a Florida fan. If you don't go to the games, blah blah. I'm like, I'm dude. I'm not spending my money. I'm not wasting my money because I live in Nashville. I'm not wasting my money to drive up to Knoxville to watch us get our our heads knocked off. I just that's don't my job. Let's do it. Yeah, that's your job, dude. You get there and do it. If you waste your money, I don't care about your money. <laughs> But I want to read you. I, I put a Twitter poll, and we'll get to that in a little bit of what people kind of thought. But I just want to read you the game stats out loud. Just want to read you the game stats out loud because you read these game stats, and it's mind-boggling. You, how did we lose this game? I mean, there's one stat, of course. You know the one stat that why wow, we lost this game. But just listen to these stats: rebounds, Tennessee 38, Auburn 32; assist, Tennessee 14, Auburn 13; steals. Auburn, I mean, steals, Tennessee 7, Auburn 18. Blocks, Tennessee 4, Auburn 2. Turnovers, Tennessee. Hey, what? I think, yeah, I was about to say, I think that's the one where it was a little different. Yeah, here's the next one. Turnovers, Tennessee 22, Auburn 11. Field goal percentage, Tennessee 44, 45%, 44.9%. Auburn 42%. Free throws. Listen to this. Free throws. I'm going to say Auburn's first. Auburn, 66.7%. Take a guess what Tennessee's was. Um, 79. 94%. Wow. Wow. 94%. Dang. That is unreal. 94. We, we shot a pretty good bit of free throws. Yeah, we did. Well, how, many did we, how many did both teams shoot? Let me look. Uh... Tennessee box score. Oh, I'm trying to. It doesn't say on here. It just has a, like the. I I can I can look okay, it up. Uh, we went. Uh, our Auburn went 18 of 27. 18 of 27. Okay. We went 16 of 17. Okay. Yeah. So how's it? 94. Yeah. 94. Yeah. Well. Yeah. So. And 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 the three point was we we're both at thir- right at 35 percent, but free throws 94. We missed one free throw. Mm-hmm. One, that's crazy. But then again, here we are. Turnovers, Tennessee, upper twenties. I'm pretty sure Auburn. You have to. Someone's got to fact check me. I don't know, but I think I remember at half. I think I remember at halftime. Auburn had like eight turnovers, or nine or ten or something like that. It was really low, and they ended up with eleven turnovers total. And then yeah. Tennessee, it was like tied at, at half almost. Well, it was very close in turnovers. I mean, and you know Auburn, what happened. Huh? I mean, Say that. Well, Santiago went out with 12 minutes to go, and we had to have someone else to run the point because we don't have a backup point guard, really. But, I mean, I San- Santiago is one of our biggest turnover machines, though, the way he does all his, like, bounces, skip passes. Really lately. Uh, let's see. He had – let's see. Where's turnovers? Okay. He, had, he did have five he, turnovers. He had a pretty – yeah. Turnovers. He had a – yeah. 
He, but, I remember uh, him turning it over several times. But when we had to turn the offense over to the Triple J, he had six turnovers in that span. Yeah. He, I mean, like, we just, that's when we fell apart, really. We had no way to score. We were turning it over every second. It seemed yeah. like it, it, that's, what, that's what happened. They, Santiago got in foul trouble, and we fell apart. That's, a, you, that's how important this guy we got in January is. Yeah, he is. Yeah, he's we very... won 17-point leads because this guy's off the court for five minutes. Yeah, off the court for five minutes, and we've. Imagine if we didn't have them. I'm just, just, just sit back and and try to imagine if we didn't have Santiago. Yeah, this would be the worst team since Wade Houston's last year here. Yeah, you're, where he won four yeah, games all year. You're correct, but here's 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 another thing too. Uh, see, uh, Santiago came in, but uh, Triple J, Josiah Jordan J. Mm-hmm. I, I'm going to talk like a coach. I'm not going to hate on a kid. I'm not going to hate on a college kid. He's a he's a freshman. I've said it a billion freaking times. Stop hesitating. He's scared. Why is he so scared? He's scared uh, to play. Maybe yeah. No, he is. Look at him. He he is a little he's bit scared. but scared. I, I think today. I think. Soft. I think I think he wasn't ready today. I, I I do think he needs one more year to get you know our, to get up to this level. You oh, know? Well, no, yeah, that's what I mean. Like I'm, he's he's a freshman, and he might have been. He, I think I I do think he's still hurt, from what I've heard. Yes, from but that, that doesn't take away from the fact that you had no a wide. I'm talking, dude. You can hit threes. You've seen him do it. There was yeah, a point oh, no, in the game where Jordan Bowden. Drove to the lane and kicked it back out to Josiah James. Dude was uh, there was no one within fifteen feet of the dude, and he just stands there with the ball. And then he passes it, and we turn it over. I'm like, you've got to be kidding me! I even tweeted it out. I was like, shoot the ball. Exactly, man. This, this Stop team. Hesitating. We we keep losing these close games, right? Lately, I, I think I think you can pinpoint, pinpoint it to one thing. We don't have any leaders on this team. Nope. We don't have a guy that can, with three minutes to go, put the game away. We nope. don't have that guy. Jordan Mountain is sure as hell ain't that guy. Nope. Triple J obviously isn't that guy, and we haven't even been relying on him much at all, so he's not that guy. Santiago, he has the mentality to be that guy, but I don't think his game really works like that. Yeah. And – um. And well, Jordan Bowden, Folky, put pretty clutch guy, but you know he's not really you know yeah. a guy you can just give the ball to yeah. and get and say get points. You yeah, know? yeah. I mean, well, you, we, we no Bowden would be, but he but he's not. Yeah. I, I mean, we, we talked about the whole the whole season on these podcasts, um, about Jordan Bowden being the being the lead role, not a role player anymore, the lead role, and. Yeah. Yesterday he played the lead role. He didn't play scared. He was the only person on that entire team. I feel like that didn't play like play scared. He was he got the ball pop pop and shoot pop and shoot pop and shoot drove the lane pop and shoot dude. He wasn't scared. He played a hell of a game. Oh he played, that, that was pretty high. That, that was the yeah twenty eight points scored four rebounds six assists. But I will say this: he didn't do much of that scoring in the last five minutes. Yeah, he did not. No one did. I, I just feel like he. <laughs> no I, one did. I, I think he's comfortable. You know, he he. Here's the thing about him. 
he can do he can be great when you don't really need him to be you know yeah and like in the early in the half and he's a good player he's a really good player like yeah. this is a good player but he's never gonna be the guy you know yeah he, you need he's robin you need a batman and yeah right now no, we do right. not have batman despite no, what john Ferguson thinks he is <laughs> yeah <laughs> but uh Probably. it's uh we're gonna keep losing games like this i mean yeah. the season's pretty much yeah it's lost i mean i I would like to make the NIT, but yeah, I want you to take. I, I did. I did a little bit of math earlier. A little bit of math. I want you to take a guess. After last night's game, yesterday's game, just take a guess of how many turnovers Tennessee has so far this season. Just take oh. take, take a guess. Okay, so where are we at? Huh. Uh, okay. Okay, how about 400? You're very close. I did some math. You're very close. <laughs> 375 turnovers. Oof. Yep. That's <laughs> a lot of turnovers. A lot. That, that is, in a nutshell, the 2019 through 20 Tennessee Volunteers basketball team. Yeah. We like to give the ball to other people. We're very I, generous with the ball. Okay. We do. We do like to give the ball to other people. But we specifically like to give the ball to other people a lot in the second half. Yep. This came to my conclusion after the game. I've been so – I've took up for Rick Barnes this entire season. But last game against Auburn, I kind of, my eyes kind of opened. And there's been people all year long, this is Rick Barnes' fault. I'm like, no, it's not. We're turning the ball over. Too much. Rick Barnes doesn't turn the ball over. Well, I felt like last game, Rick Barnes was the reason why we were turning the ball over. And here's why I thought that. I mentioned earlier that Tennessee and Auburn almost had the exact same amount of turnovers at half. Yeah. Pearl adjusted, which means his team – did something different. They they made Tennessee think differently. Rick Barnes did not adjust. So when you don't adjust, the other team knows what you're doing, which causes way more turnovers. Which is why Auburn had barely any turnovers in the second half, and Tennessee had a lot of turnovers. Like 12, 13, or something like that. The second half alone. I kind of look at I kind of look at us having turnovers to just like Santiago not be on the court and but triple we've grade. had the same amount of turnovers every almost every mm. game since like when I was looking at the turnovers like I can go back to it right now I, I guess you got a point there yeah. yeah like it's been the same amount of turnovers like it's not it's not that that different yeah this, I just this... felt like Rick Barnes is not adjusting to what other people are doing he stays the same. And it, it, this goes to my proposed question on Twitter. I wrote this on Twitter earlier. It's got about 300 votes right now because Twitter seems like it's pretty dead right now. With a top five recruiting class coming in next season, does this basketball season worry you in regards to Rick Barnes? An overwhelming 75.6% said, no, this season is weird. Which, in a way, yes, I agree with. It's freaking weird. No one has played together for more than a 
half the season. It's just new new pieces, new parts coming in. And the other one is yes, he's too hesitant at twenty five percent, too hesitant, which I kind of agree with. Too hesitant. That, I wouldn't put that word. Uh, no, 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 too sorry, sorry, stubborn. No, no, no. I would I say stubborn. Not, not hesitant. Too conservative. Too conservative. Yeah, I, I would say that. Yeah. I just had the word hesitant in my head. Too conservative. Not hesitant. Conservative. Yeah, I'd I'd say that. I mean, oh, he's a great basketball coach, though. He he. Yeah, what, I, what I, does it make you mad? Like when we're barely winning and he's that our possessions are so long. Yeah, we're, we're not. Well, attacking. Here, well, here's the reason we're, we're, we're not attacking. attacking. Here's the reason we, we he, he it is his fault. He didn't he didn't recruit. You know, we should have another point guard on this team. And I realized Lamonte did go down, and maybe he thought Bone was coming back. But still, we needed another point guard. We need, we needed. He took time off recruiting, and and it's and it's showing right now. I mean, hell, we didn't have Santiago coming this year. If we didn't have him, we'd be this would be the worst team we ever had. Oh, it, it is a recruiting error that that this season's so shitty. Like, yeah, no doubt. But um, I mean, I know what Rick Barnes is. He is pretty stubborn. You know, he, like he doesn't take timeouts when teams are going on big runs because. You know, uh, he wants his teams to be able to figure it out. Yeah, that's what the announcer said last night. He said, the announcer said, uh, which, uh, you know, I kind of agree with the announcer when he said this. He said, this is a young, uh, a younger team that hasn't been playing together. And it looks like right now that Rick Barnes is telling his team to get out of this funk. You've got to grow and get out of it. Yeah. But I don't agree with that. I, I agree with it, but I don't. At the same time, I agree, but I disagree. Like you it, gotta, it, you know, it's 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 uh you know learning the hard way. It's yeah. it's like he th- he thinks the only way you can learn is you know through experience, and that like he did that a lot in Grant Williams in Admiral Schofield's first two years, and they learned a lot from it. You know, that's yeah. how they grew, in my yeah. opinion. They 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 had to think on their feet and actually turn games around themselves. Yeah, they 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 need a timeout every five minutes, and and to be fair, I mean we did have a TD timeout coming up. Like he he, he it will only save us maybe a minute or two. Yeah, yeah, so. but that's what worries me though. Like you just mentioned Grant and Admiral and stuff like that of how he let them learn, but they were they were two and three star players. They weren't Jane Springer and them coming in next season, and that's what I'm kind of worried about. You can't do that with those players. You got to let them go, man. You got to let them do their thing. Like you cannot stay conservative with those, I don't, those players. I think we. I think he'll know. He has. He Jaden Keon are going to be different. Uh, those, those guys, those guys are are one and dones superstars. Like, like I like, really hope he doesn't do that. I mean, he's coached NBA players like uh, for his entire career. He he's had a lot of one and done in Texas, so I, I think you would I think you would know how to use that, you know. Yeah, I I don't know. It just it worries me. It worries me to how conservative he was, and because he, he was even conservative with uh, Grand Admiral and Jordan Bone when they were at the top of their game, and that's what lost us a lot of games down the stretch going yeah. into the tournament is because it was so conservative. You got to let them loose, man. You got that much talent. You got to let them loose. So that's what worries about worries me about next season is him not letting them loose. And... I, mean, I, I won't lie; he's not the best basketball coach in the world. There's a reason he never wins in March. You know, 
yeah. The, the reason I I I, I kind of take the you gotta take the good with the bad with Rick Barnes kind of. Yeah. What you get with him is a guy that can consistently have your program, you know, on the upper echelon in the tournament every year, except for this year. <laughs> right. right. Yeah. It's hard to say that when they're not gonna make tournament this year, but this year is kind of different if you can't tell. And uh, yeah. but uh, he, you know, we're battling with recruits with North Carolina and Duke. We're at a different level than we were. We're, we're, yeah. we're, we're oh yeah, we're, yeah. In that those aspects, we are kind of like a blue blood. Mm-hmm. You know, we're we're not a blue blood, but we're acting like it right now. Yes, recruiting wise, yes. And here's the thing: like, here's a way. Here's the reason Rick Barnes is a little better than Bruce Pearl in this regard. In game coaching, Bruce Pearl's better. I won't lie to that he, he is better. Bruce Pearl isn't conservative. Bruce Pearl says, "You know, screw it." No, I'm Bruce Pearl. He's he, a players' he, coach. He, he gets crazy. Yeah, he gets out. He thinks outside of the box. Yeah, exactly. Um, but uh, Rick Barnes, the reason he's a little better is he will always out-recruit coaches like Bruce Pearl because he can point to how many guys he's put in the NBA and say, I can do that for you. And that's that's something he's always been. That's a, He'll always that'll always be able – he'll always out-recruit coaches like Bruce Pearl. But will he beat them? Will he beat them? That's, Not, yeah, that's the whole – that's the main – Objective. The thing about Bruce Pearl is his style of play is maybe the toughest matchup for, for Rick Barnes coach teams. Like we I'd rather well, play Gonzaga than than Auburn. Like just because of that matchup. That well, that 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 full court press and and the three point shooting, it's so hard. It's just it's 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 Rick Barnes number one weakness. Yeah, and that's that's what that's what brings back my point. The cons- he's the conservative play. He doesn't know how to adjust to that type of – I know it's a bad matchup with his style. I get that. But you got to learn how to adjust because that's the style a lot of teams are playing. So, <laughs> a lot of teams. Not, not a lot of teams. It's that run and gun, shooting quick shots, getting quick shots up. And Rick Barnes is kind of more the standard, like, football coach, like, grounded pound. Even Nick Saban – I felt like they always felt like Nick Saban wasn't going to move on from the ground and pound, but guess what he did? He moved on. Yeah. And he started getting different quarterbacks and letting them do crazy things that you've never seen him do before. Even one of the most conservative coaches of all time, Nick Saban got on conservative and said, you know what? This isn't working anymore. I'm going to have to keep up with the times and let my players just do their thing. I will say this though. Like you're right. He adjusted that. That's the number one thing, but is Bruce's style of play, is that style of play winning national championships? No. He got pretty far last year. He was really close to doing I know, it. but they lost to a team that is playing our style. And, uh, that's, uh, like, defense right now, the, the teams that make it the farthest in the tournament, from what I've noticed a little bit, is the team that really emphasize defense. Even at Virginia, they were the best defense team in the country all year long, and they won national title. Yeah, I, yeah, you're right. And, you're right. And, like, Purdue, they, they, they lost the Elite Eight. I'm not saying I'm. I, and all this is all this could be said. Rick Barnes never wins in the tournament, you know. Yeah. But that that's more of a. He is conservative in a in in his in game coaching. Yeah. Like, like you look at Folky got two fouls yesterday, and with 16 minutes to go, he pulled him and didn't put him in to, to the start of the second half. Yeah. We that did okay without him, honestly, but. Yeah. 
You know, that's yeah. his conservative, hard, you know, stubborn coaching style. I mean, if we if we can keep Pons, I think Pons is going to stay. I don't think he's going to go NBA. Yeah. Speaking of defense, Devontae Gaines. Just tell me what you think about him. Oh, Devontae Gaines is a straight up dog. That that guy, <laughs> that guy's the best basketball player we have. When I said, I mean, he's the most hard nosed. He's the most dirty. He's the most. Rip. He's going to get in your face on defense. He's going to die for every ball. He's going to give you a hundred. I know this might sound like a cliche, but he's going to give you a hundred ten percent. No, and. No. and He's, God, you just love guys like that. He reminds me so much of Admiral, except yeah. you know, he doesn't really score like him or handle the ball no. like him. Hey, but, but hey, but Admiral didn't score early in his career either. Yeah, exactly. Didn't score a lot exactly. in his career. He's more defender. But I really like Devontae, man. That that guy, that guy's going to be huge for us going on the stretch. You, know, you can have... almost see that he grew up playing street ball. Oh, yeah. He grew up oh, yeah. Yeah. playing like, like he grew up in the projects in Buffalo. He, he even got he got shot in on the basketball court. I think. Yeah. I don't know why I'm laughing, but yeah, true. Yeah, it was. Yeah, but uh, uh, dude, dude's got the longest arms I've ever seen in my life. It looks like he looks like a spider. He just looks like a big spider out there. I I love him, man. Like you can tell, like you can tell, like uh, you know, he he knows he ain't gonna get any. He's not gonna get anywhere without having to work for it. And that's the that's something. He, I only see that in maybe two guys in this team, you know, like mm-hmm. in, in their in-game play, and that's Folky and Gaines, you know, that that they're going to give you everything they got. Yeah. And it sucks, but that's where we are right now. Yeah, it does suck. Um, but it goes back to what we said, like the past two podcasts. If Rick Barnes is pulling this crap next year, I'm out. If he, if if he, if his team, I know, I know. Uh, how, how do you know that the the? Do you know how bad Josiah James is hurt at all? Like the the. I've already had of his injury. He has a pretty hurt hip. Uh, um, he's 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 far from a hundred percent. Because I keep hearing different things. I don't know if he's like. Because I keep hearing like, oh, he's. He's gotten over his injury. He's he's been playing all year with an injury. He's starting to get over it. But then I keep hearing like, oh, he's just still injured. Like I don't know what to even. Oh, believe. oh I don't think he's been hundred percent all year from okay. what I've heard. All right. Okay. Well, I think he'll be a different player next year. I hope so. I really do hope so because. Um, and you said it was his hand. Oh, it's his hip. A hip. Hip. Okay. Yeah. Well, that doesn't take. Actually, I think they have trouble determining like where the injury is. It's like that area. <laughs> and that's like the reason he's like they like were a little confused for a little bit there. Well, um, with how to use him. Well, his injury's not in his hands, and he no. seems to be having a hard time holding on to the damn ball. Yeah. So I will say he he showed his youth. He he showed a lot of inexperience against Auburn. He, I think he I think thinks that, he's in high school, and no one's gonna, no one's scared of you. Mm-hmm. No one cares how big you are. No one cares how good you were. Are you are going to be? They're going to come up behind you and pick your pocket. And you saw that they they picked that man's pocket yeah. like he was a small child. Man, Auburn just took that game. They just did. They 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 saw fear in our eyes and they 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 they, they, they blitzed us and just took the game man that's where we need a guy like Admiral or Grant to actually you know step on their throats and and take this game 
because it's ours. You know, we don't have that guy right now. I want, I, I see at times Bowden can, you know, show some leadership and like, you know, take and have the ability to take games over, but he doesn't do it when it matters yeah. most. Yeah. Um, there's a guy on Twitter. Uh, I think it's Richie Hammett uh, at Vol via at VFL 1999. He responded to the Twitter question about Rick Barnes that I proposed earlier. Um, does this basketball season where you in regards to Rick Barnes? He he sent a comment and said, he said, I'm not too worried. A lot of people were expecting a season comparable to last season, which right there, I don't I don't agree with that at all. I don't no, think anyone we weren't even preseason top point. I don't even think anyone thought thought that. But he goes on to say it was never gonna be that good of a season, basically. Most people knew it would be a rebuild. We just didn't know how much of one. Stay the course. We'll we'll get there. What do you think about that comment? Like, what do you like? Do you agree with that? I agree and slightly disagree. Yeah, with me it. Too. Like, mm-hmm. here, here's the thing: this yeah. season could have been a lot better, but then again, a lot of unfortunate things happened. So I, I'm not sure if the expectations of the season were too high. Maybe a maybe a good bit, maybe a little bit too high. But I do think this team should have got to the tournament if everything felt right. Mm-hmm. If if Lamonte didn't get injured or didn't have surgery, and uh, and I guess that's the only thing that really changed. But I, I uh, then I thought Bowden would be a different player, to be honest. Yeah, Bowden Bowden's disappointed me. He's uh, yeah. I don't know what happened to him. And we're saying this after his best game of his, of his career. <laughs> oh yeah, but that's best yeah. game of his career, but you know hasn't been the best season of his career at all. Like, I'm close. Like, it's just been a – you can have the best game of your career in a season that was terrible. And I will have some sympathy for him. I mean, you are a basketball player. You're a human. It's it's psychological. Like, he, he's been really – like, from what I've heard, he's been very down on himself. I'm really, I'm like, like, just, like, can't figure out how to get out of this funk he's in. Like, that will happen to players sometimes. You get in funks and for time – Time, uh, certain times, oh, yeah. and so it, it is a thing that happens to a lot of guys, but d- I don't think he's like ever going to be that kind of leader guy. Yeah, like, do uh, yeah, yeah. Do we uh, do we win another game this season? <laughs> <laughs> do it, do it. Not not postseason, not SEC tournament, but this this season. All right, hang on, hang on. Let me go. Let, let me go down the. Uh, let me go. Let me click on our schedule real quick. And uh, okay, so let me go back and looking trying to find our games. Okay, so we have, so we only, we only have two more games left. No, we have four. We Do we? we play at. At Arkansas, Florida comes here. Oh man, we go to yeah. Kentucky, and oh, then really? we have uh, Auburn at home. Yeah, fun. Fall fun. Okay, so if if this freaking uh, page would load, um, yeah, okay, you're right. So, uh, we're, let's go down. Let's go down this. Okay. Uh, all right, at Arkansas. Do you win that? I just, uh, 
And that's a hard – I'm like 50-50 on that one. Because yes. we kicked their ass so bad, you know, when they yes were here. Yes or no. It, I'm going to say – I'm going to – okay, yes. I'm going to say yes. <laughs> I'm going to say no because it's very hard to win in Arkansas. It is, but – Very hard. We really, we really kicked their ass when they came here. I mean, it was bad. Like, I was there. We, they were they were like – they won that game be over at, after 10, playing 10 minutes. Yeah. What, what they're, and they do have Isaiah Joe back. They're going to show us why they're a tournament team or not. You watch. I'm calling it. Like they're a tournament team. They're 5-9 and nine in the SEC. I thought they're in the bubble. I thought they're going to be in the they bubble. They are, but it's okay. stupid. Well, I don't know. Because they've had a lot of good wins. So I'm just saying, like, I'm calling a loss. All right. Uh, versus Florida in Knoxville. What's he got? What's I know. Ah. Put you uh, in the spot, man. What did Florida do their last game? Do you know what that is? It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It does matter. That's not really. It doesn't because, I, 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 because you I, texted I, me with Auburn and said they've been how you're playing right now. Like you, you know, I based you off how you're playing. Like, if we play Florida in January, I I'd say a definite win. But right now, they, I think they've been playing a little bit better. I don't want. I don't want to be a sheep. I, I really. It's it's okay. basketball. Okay, it's, I'm gonna say a loss. But we can me. really win these games. We can really win that game. Oh God, you gotta stop! It's what you told me. It's what you told me over oh, when we were texting back and forth. You're like, "Well, Auburn's been pretty bad the last couple of games." Well, they saw how that went; didn't even matter. Well, been we terrible. That. Doesn't matter. They kicked. No, I, I, th- I think we should have beat Auburn if Santiago stayed in the game. We should, but we didn't. That's the thing. I we did a what a coulda shoulda, but we didn't. I mean, that's just that's all. That's all it is, really. We mm. had no direction, and we put a turnover machine out there. All right, so we let them go on a huge run. I'm writing so. this down right now. Austin has got. Arkansas, you got to win over Arkansas. Yeah. Okay. You got to win. I got. I got Arkansas beating us. Florida, do you have a win over Arkansas? You know, win over Florida at home. I think I said a loss to Florida because they've been playing loss. a lot better. Okay, I've got a loss too. So I'm. I'm I got. I'm zero two right now. Our record's zero two in these last four four games. All right, at Kentucky, I'm just gonna go ahead and lose that one. So zero three. Yeah. What do you got? Uh, so I guess Auburn at home. So you did you put Kentucky's loss? Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay, so you you are uh one and two, um, zero and three, in these last four, and then we got Auburn at home. What you got? It's just, man, we are actually. I, I would say a win. I'm going a loss. I got zero four in the last one. Okay, so you got two and two. I got zero and four. I don't think we win another game in the regular season this season. That's just me. I think we just can't close the game out. I just can't see that. I just, I just cannot see us not winning one more game. Yeah, we, we've been, we've been trading wins and losses all year. So. I think that Auburn game just defeated us. We're gonna see. We will see. We will hundred percent see. But I think that Auburn game just. Huh. Put us in the dumps. I don't know. If I was up by seventeen and they came back and rallied and just kicked the crap out of me, like kicked crap out of me, I'd be like, dude, what is wrong with us? It would get in my head. It would get in my head. I think it's a mind game. Playing sport my whole life, I feel like it'd get in my head a little bit. I don't know. We'll see. But I got us going zero and four. You got us going two and two. So we shall see, my friend.
what happens. We shall see. Um, I'm going to go. I'm looking at what you wrote down. I'm going to go to the very end. And we've kind of been talking about the whole podcast. But where do you stand with Rick Barnes after that 17 point? Um, Blow. They blew the 17 point lead. Where do you stand with him? I mean, he hasn't shown me anything this year that would change my opinion on him as a coach. Yeah. I've knew who he was. I kind of, I kind of always knew who he was, but it really uh, solidified what I thought of him after the uh, Purdue game last year. He had in his game, and but he can recruit his he, he recruits, you know, higher caliber players than we are accustomed to, and right now we have a good system in play you know i, I right. like you know i like to keep what's what's going i don't like we can either be recruiting five stars with rick barnes or go recruit three stars and hopefully four stars with steve forbes you know that that those are the two options like so i'm gonna definitely take that rick barnes option and and i, I like his style of play at times it can be very frustrating at times but it can be very you know great at times so where do i stand with him i mean i I'm, let's just let's go. I mean, I I think he's an all right basketball coach. I mean, he's he's a great basketball coach. Yeah, he is. With a lot of gaps in his game, you know, like on I, a perfect I day, you're beating teams by like forty. But yeah, I think I think he's a great basketball coach. But there's a time where I feel like kind of like Phil Fulmer, where the sport you're coaching starts to kind of pass you by. And I don't, I'm not going to say that yet because I don't think it's going to pass it by yet because he still seems like he's, you know, knows what he's doing. Hey, I, I got some adjustment for you. You were wanting like adjustment. Hiring Kim English was a big adjustment right. that, that you got to fire, like you got a guy that can recruit anyone. And right. Yeah. Well, um, but yeah. No, I agree. I mean, I just, I, I don't, I'm not. Worry until next season. I'm not out until next season. If we underachieve next season, I am, I am out. Uh, I'm, I'm not and ten percent out. And sometimes, like I, I, we can't fail next year. Let's be honest. What you can't fail. You cannot fail with what's coming it, in. You can't. It, it would be. Yeah, and you, and here the things like Rick Barnes, he's been coaching since 1977. You know, he he, he knows how to you know put a good product out on the floor. Mm-hmm. This year, I mean, my God, we have one point guard, and and we're, we're we've got to a point where we're starting Jalen Johnson, and this team is just not very good on a, on a player basis. You know, right. we just don't have that many good players. That's why we're not winning basketball games. Right, and yeah, that's recruiting. But next year. That will not be the case. Yeah. My Next friend. year you have no excuse. No. And, no. and we know Rick Barnes can win if you give him pieces, you know? So yeah, yeah he's I mean the other thing with Rick Barnes, oh, what I like the most about him. It, you're gonna you know what you're gonna get from him if yeah. he has good players. Yeah, there's there's no uh there's no like uh it's not unpredictable. You're not like it's it's not like you're like rolling dice. Oh, hope he knows what to do here. <laughs> you know what he really reminds me of? What? Kurt Ferentz at Iowa. Yes. Yeah. Oh, that's that's actually a really good comparison. Yeah. Right. That's really it's good. Like 
Solid. He's solid. Solid. Just solid. solid. And and we're kind of like Iowa football, you know, just like we we don't expect much from you, but 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 stay good, you know. No, then you got our fans like, oh, you're getting paid five million dollars. Who cares? It yeah, we are. Your money who gives a damn. Oh my god! If I if like every time we play, there will be at least nine hundred tweets about. <laughs> How much he gets paid? Yeah. My like, God. Okay. What do you want, man? I. It, I won't lie. Some of them are funny, but um, like uh, yeah. what was the other day? It was like, or or some of them are true. Like, yeah. How? How? You got you got five million dollars to take two timeouts uh, back to Knoxville. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Oh, those are oh, yeah. What, what was Colonel Gems the other day? He's like, roses are red, violets are blue. Barnes makes five million dollars, but I misheard you. Yeah. yeah I don't know. That guy's that guy's nuts, man. I don't even know what they got. They got some crack sometimes. I don't know. Um but uh but yeah, I don't know. We'll see. If he doesn't do it next season then it's definitely worried. But uh um I wanna talk about before before we wrap this up, you have to acknowledge our balls baseball team. Um, yes. They are right now. They're they're seven and zero, and two and zero against ranked opponents. So they had they had a three game stretch against Western Illinois, which they pretty much just annihilated them. They they won their first game three to nothing, and their second game uh, nineteen to nothing against them, and then their, their third game against them twenty three to four. Um, and then they had the next game they had Charlotte, which they won eight to two, and then they had the Round Rock Classic where. Uh, they beat Texas, uh, Texas Tech, number one. Texas Tech six to two. Number one team in the country. Number one team in the country, six to two. Houston eight to four, and number twenty five Stanford seven to two. It's pretty damn good. It's pretty. I mean, it's pretty good stuff. Yeah, the, this is this is the best baseball team we've already had. I mean, since I've I've been around. I mean, I, I mean. It, this team's so good. I mean, I I, I didn't watch one game obviously because yeah, I wouldn't want to pay fifteen dollars to watch it. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Flow well, baseball, whatever it's called. Feels like uh, uh, Philip Fuller made the right decision. Yeah. Wait, what do you mean? With coaching. Oh, Curry hired Vitello. Just kidding. Just kidding. <laughs> the younger guy. Yeah. Oh. Shit, never mind. Yeah, that's, that's like, like everyone's like, that's like the one good thing. The Curry one good ever thing did. Curry ever did. I thought I, I just yeah. swore Philip Harden, but I guess I'm completely wrong. He had he had Kelly Harper. But, yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, that's right. Did they win today? I, dude, I, I have not been at all. We're sitting here talking about ball sports, and we don't know much about. I mean, this is just shows you how much of a football school and football, 100% football first, basketball second. And everything else is far in the distance. I do like I do. This is me. I I do bat, football and basketball is one A and one B. Yeah. And then next for me is, is the Braves, and then somewhere along the line it's Tennessee baseball and Lady Vols basketball. See, yeah. See, I don't have a baseball team, so I gotta follow Tennessee. Like, there's no. I don't have a pro team, and that sucks because I don't care about the Braves. I don't care about the Cincinnati Reds. Uh, the St. Louis Cardinals, the people that are closest to me don't care about them. I mean, I do care about the St. Louis Battlehawks because they're my, my proud joy now. So, <laughs> they kicked ass today, buddy. They kicked ass today. 
But um, get them garden. <laughs> but yeah, man, baseball balls are all I have, man. And they're seven and zero, so I'm starting to like really keep up with it. So uh, we'll see. They they Omaha bound, baby. They're they're gonna be Omaha bound. They're, they're gonna be oh sure. no doubt! <laughs> Probably not. Omaha. We will see. We haven't played any. Well, we played Texas Tech. We played Stanford. We played Texas Tech. That's a, that's a good ass. Win. That's a good ass win. But you know, I mean, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure we started out like this last year, didn't we? Like 14 and 0 or something like that. I don't. I don't know. We started out really good last year, but we didn't beat the number one team in the country and number 25. We made team. the we made the tournament first time in like yeah. 10 years. A uh, long time. Yeah, it was like yeah, 10 years. But uh. Gutello's kind of like he's kind of like the uh, Bruce Pearl of Tennessee baseball, you know, just yeah. kind of out of nowhere guy he hired. And yeah, suddenly kicking ass. Yeah, well, I hope I hope we keep going, dude. Um, because I really, really like baseball. I just don't have a team, so I'm really hoping Tennessee continues to do what they're doing right now and continue to make Tennessee baseball exciting. So we shall see, but. Uh, and we, we've we've had a pretty good podcast, and we've discussed a lot of things. I mean, I feel like for the third week in a row, we've discussed the same thing about basketball, which is the same issues that seem to never be fixed. So, the same issues on the team, which is a common theme, which is turnovers. So, turnovers, yeah. Turnovers. I mean, it's it's a lack of leadership. It's it's we should have won that game though. We really should have won that game. Oh, one hundred percent. If Santiago stayed in, I I I firmly believe if Santiago did not get his fourth foul with twelve minutes to go, we would have won that game. Yeah, yeah. by double digits. But when you when that game is cut ten though, that lead is cut ten. You have to take a timeout and you have to figure yeah. your shit out. Yeah, you have to do that. I agree. My but I know we've we talked enough about it. But yeah, whatever. Yeah. Yeah, well, we'll see. I can tell. I, I've really tweeted like the same thing like nine times. So I'm just, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I mean, I, I get it. Um, we'll come back next week. I don't know what's gonna happen between here and next week, but something will happen. It always does in Tennessee. So, um, but uh, oh, we'll, we'll play. We'll play a couple of games. Yeah, we'll play four more. Couple, couple sets of four. Let me set sets of two, not four. <laughs> Terrible math. Um, oh, uh, I'm trying to think of anything going on in Tennessee football. Uh, I guess Jerry Pruitt had a, his daughter. That, that happened. But oh, yeah. Other uh, than that, I can't remember. Was it Jennings? <laughs> no, they didn't never Jennings. They, 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 they teased at that for, like, forever. Derek. And, like, Derek. like, why put it out there if you're not going to do it? Yeah, you idiot. They named her Shelby. I don't Cornbread. Know the... Cornbread. I mean, he's – Jeremy Pruitt, someone looks like he's pregnant. Oh, so. Dude, that guy. Oh man, yeah, you gotta you gotta figure that your stuff out, man. I mean, I I I want you to be Phil like Philip Fulmer, but man, you're about to surpass that. I mean, yeah, it, like, it's dude. such a fast rate. I mean, is there something wrong with our water? I don't know. Yeah, maybe it's just Tennessee. I don't know. I don't know. We do. I, I, I would say it's hanging out with Jim Cheney, and it's going to you know all those recruits' mom's house and their home cooking and stuff. Yeah, hanging out with Jim Cheney with food is like hanging out with someone who's trying to like not do crack anymore, but you're hanging out with the biggest crackhead in the world. Yeah. <laughs> so, dude, uh, look what happened to Brett Bielema. Oh, he got he was bit. with him for one season. Yeah, Brett sure. Bielema put on like 20, 30 pounds. It looked like oh, when Jim dude. Cheney went there. You're right. It's Jim Cheney's fault. Yeah. 
Jim Cheney. Jim Cheney. You'll never lose a pound around Big Jim. Good God, he gained so much weight when that man shows up at your front door. He's the guy. He's the neighbor that shows up with like all the food when you first move in. You're like, I don't even know you. Thanks for all the food. Yeah. He's always got everything stacked, man. Some red velvet cakes and chocolate cake. He just loves cake. <laughs> when he goes to when he was at Arkansas, he was at red velvet cake. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, but I mean, the NFL game, the NFL NFL seasons potentially moving to seventeen games, which it's whatever, man. Huh? NFL is potentially moving to seventeen games, so they are really, yeah. yeah. Oh, people are bitching dang. about it. Which I don't really care. More, it. more football. <laughs> more football, yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't understand why people are even mad. So they're gonna like move the uh, Super Bowl back? I guess it'd be like the middle of February. I don't know. They'll probably be right, right in the middle of the XFL season. <laughs> XFL gets pushed back you. already. I'll show you. I'm enjoying the XFL though. It's fun. It's, it's, it's good quality. I mean, I, mm-hmm. I don't have time to watch it, but. Because you're a loser, and no one likes you. You know what? You know what? I do have time to watch is Better Call Saul, which is happening in a mere three hours. I got to like season two on that, and I just I, I, oh, I keep watching. Oh, no. you bro, you got to keep going. You got to keep going. I know. I, I, well, I was watching it on AMC, and then the next season, I just kind of forgot. You know, so good, dude. It is so good. I love it. I can't like pinpoint where I missed. It's frustrating. Pinpoint where you missed one, probably like three, three. Like five. you know where I'm like. I'm trying to, like, you know, figure out where I stopped watching. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, anyways. Hopefully those people in uh, Colorado are okay with their um, snakes and dildos. So It couldn't be okay, man. Yeah, snakes and dildos. It's fun, man. But uh, we'll do it again. We'll get them mixed up. <laughs> we'll do it again. We'll do it again uh, next week. Yes. And if you make it this far in the podcast, you get absolutely nothing because I don't even like you. So I don't care. So, we'll do it again next week, Austin. Have fun, my friend. I don't know where you're sitting in your car or your room. I don't know, but I'm in a room. Oh, that's right. Oh, it's an upgrade. Okay. Yeah, it's different. Yeah. Okay. It's different. It's different. It's cozy. Okay. Yeah. Well, we'll do it again Let's next week, buddy. Yeah. See ya. Have a good day.